Amen, amen. I'm going to get right to the message today. You see, in the body, the blood is the source of life, isn't it? In the Bible, we read that it's the oil which is the source of the lampstand's light. And in the church, it's the spirit of the Holy Ghost, which is the source of our existence. Acts 17 and 28, Paul said this, For in him we live and move and have our being. He's the source of our existence, the source of our strength, and the source of our life. And so on this last Sunday morning of 2023, I want to talk about the source today, the source of our life. In southern Illinois, we reside between two of the largest rivers in North America, the Missouri, of course, and the Ohio rivers, the confluence of those being just south of us and just south of Cairo, Illinois, that great metropolitan era area of Cairo, Illinois, uh, is where two of the largest rivers in our country meet. It's an amazing thing. Rivers, of course, are significant to humankind. Uh, since human uh, settlements began and civilizations were built, a lot of times they would be built around rivers and streams. In fact, in our nation and across the world, if you find a major city, most likely you're going to find a river. Cities depend upon rivers as their source of drinking water, food supply, uh, via fishing, agricultural irrigation, shipping, receiving, and so much more. It's the river that gives life to those communities. It's that river that gives life to cities. And in the book of Genesis chapter 2, we read this in verse 8, that the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And it says this in verse 10, that a river went out of Eden to water the garden. It says, from thence it parted and became into four heads. What we read is that before the rain came down in Genesis 6, that in that garden of Eden there was a fountainhead. There was a river which gave life, a river that nourished, a river that gave life to paradise, the river going out of Eden, as I said, it went into those four heads, the historic uh, Passan, as well as the Gien and Hedeka, or the Dekel and the Euphrates River. Some theorize where that garden was and where those rivers, those historic rivers are located. One writer, I love what he said, he said, some place it in the third heaven, others in the fourth, some within the orbit of the moon and others in the moon itself. Some in the middle regions of the air and beyond the earth's attraction. Some on the earth, other under the earth, and others within the earth. Some have fixed it at the North Pole and others at the South. Some in Tartary, some in China, some on the borders of the Ganges, and some in the islands of Ceylon, some in Armenia, others in Africa, under the equator, some in Mesopotamia, others in Syria, Persia, Arabia, Babylon, Assyria, and Palestine, some have condescended to the place to place it in Europe, and others have contended to e either it, 
contended if it either exists or not, if it's visible or merely a spiritual nature, and that the whole account is to be spiritually understood. Someone just recently informed me that one faith places that river just, just east of Kansas City, Missouri, here in the United States of America. But really, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm not here to talk about where that garden was located or even those four branches that came off of that garden and off of that river. Today, I'm here to talk about the source that river that flowed, that watered that garden, that main river within the garden, which was the source of that existence. It was in that pre-flood world and that that river gave life. It was the source to that garden. In that Old Testament pre-flood beginnings world. And in the New Testament age, Jesus said this in John 4 and 14, well, whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I give him shall be in him a well of water springing up unto everlasting life. In John 7, he said this, He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. That he spake of the Spirit. And in Acts 1, he said, Ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and into Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And as that river flowed and flowed to Egypt, Eden, his spirit is the driving force that is the source that will change your life. His source is all you need, that spirit of the Holy Ghost. It's the source that will make things that seem impossible possible. His spirit is that which will give meaning to mundane, ordinary life. It is his spirit. That changes everything. And I'm not, I'm not talking about just a goosebump that you feel on a Sunday. I'm not talking about a bedtime prayer routine. I'm talking about a relationship with God. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost inside of you. I'm talking about walking in the spirit of the Holy Ghost, being led by him. I've got some questions for us going into 2024. Who or what is your source? From who or what do you receive your spiritual and emotional nourishment? From where do you receive your direction in life? Where do you receive your purpose and your power? From where do you receive your strength and your sustainability? Who or what is your source? Are you receiving your strength, your purpose, your nourishment from, from other sources? Are you receiving it from the right source? Are you receiving it from the source? Are you receiving it from the Holy Ghost, from the Spirit of the living God? Do you obtain your understanding from the Word of God? Let me ask some, some feel questions. Do you feel drained? Do you lack purpose in your life? Do you sense a lack of joy in your life? Do you feel like you're always trying to catch up in life, that you are just, just existing in this world? I'm here to tell you that there is still a river that is flowing, and it is the source 
of your life. It, it will supply all of your need. If, if, if any of those things hit home with you, maybe you are not deriving your nourishment, your power, your strength, your direction from the right place, from the right source. There are all kinds of sources in this life. There are places you can look to receive what you need, but they will lead to a malnourished life. But there is one source. There is a river that is flowing from Eden today. We have distractions, though, don't we? We invest our life in this and that. Not all bad things, but we spend our time sometimes unwisely. Many people, as I said, exist, and they don't really live with purpose or direction. They wake up in the morning, live their life, go to bed at night, and wonder why they went through the motions. They wake up the next day and they don't really have any hope or faith that today is going to be any different than yesterday. That if I can just get through the day, I'll be successful. Many sink their heads into phones and onto screens at alarming rates, hours upon hours. I, I don't know what the statistics are today, but I know at one point the average screen time for many people was four, five, six hours just on their cell phone a day, picking it up every moment that they had free. When they get home, turning on their screen, being consumed by outside influences, influencers affecting thought and viewpoints without us even raising a question, without anything springing up inside of us, questioning the narrative, questioning what we are taking in. We allow this trend and we allow that trend to shape our behavior. We get in line with society. We get in line with everyone else and allow others to dictate even what the church thinks and believes. We, we, I'm telling you, folks, we sometimes, we sometimes derive our, what we need from the wrong sources. We derive our viewpoints, our habits. We derive our power, our strength, our motivation, and our focus. From the wrong things. We plan our years not based off what God is, is, is wanting to do in us or where God is wanting to lead us, but we plan our years based off of what we see others doing on social media and what, what the picture, the picture-perfect life we see from others. And we want our lives to be a picture of others' life when God has something different maybe for you. God is wanting you to do something that's going to require you to lay down a dream or something else that you've been hoping for. God's wanting you to, to start a life group or lead a Bible study to someone, but it's going to take some time. It's going to take some effort. It's going to take some investment on your time. And what that means is laying down something else to pick up the call of God. I'm here once again asking you, who is your source? Who is your source of existence? For me, when I find myself frustrated with a lack of joy, when I realize my priorities have shifted back onto myself, when I sense a tone coming out of my lips that I do not like, when I sense a snappiness to me, when I sense frustration on me day in and day out, I know for myself I got to get back to the river. When my calendar is filled with all kinds of things 
and I don't make time for the word of God or for prayer. I understand for myself, I've got to let some things go, and I've got to get back to the source. I've got to get back to the river. I've got to get back to the spout where the glory comes out. I've got to get back in relationship with God. It's time, it's time, it's time. As we go into 2024, it is time that we are captivated once again with God. It is time that we, we prioritize our spiritual life over our carnal life. It's time that we spend less time on watching and taking in entertainment, and we spend more time educating ourselves in the Word of God. It's, it's time we stop listening to the media pundits and, and the political pundits and all of these outside things that influence us, and we allow the Spirit of the Holy Ghost to speak to our hearts once again. We're going into an election year, and as we go into years like this, we know that our nation will become more and more divided. A divided nation becoming even more divided. We're divided in our politics. We're divided in our religion and our speech. Even in our viewpoints like gender and the economy and so many more. You know it. You feel it. You feel the disconnect. You feel that division in our society. And we have an enemy, and he is the divider in chief. And he comes to bring division between you and in your family, between you and your coworkers, between you and society. He would love nothing more than to bring division between the community and the church. He would love to bring division to your world. But it comes down to this. My life is not predicated on what is happening around the river. My attitude and my speech and my thought and my life and my relationships are not predicated by what is happening around me. My life should, be, should receive what it needs. My attitude should be what it is. My thought should be what it is. My speech should be words of life because I have a source. I have a river that I draw from. I have what I need and it is found in him. There is an author of confusion, and it is not God. There is an enemy who would love to steal, to kill, and destroy your life in 2024. He would love to bring down every relationship you have. But we are here not just for ourselves. We are here for others. We are here to change our world. And you can't do that if you're not receiving your nourishment from the source of the wellspring of life. You can't be the change in the world if you are just as bad as everyone else. I'm challenging this church this year. Don't fall into the traps of our society. Don't become judgy. Don't become hypocritical. This year we are here to live above the crowd, above the norm. We have a source of life. We have a source of goodness, of great pleasure, and it is in Him. Where do you re receive what you need? It's time to get back to the river. It's time to get back 
to the source. If we aren't careful, we will be tossed to and fro and be carried about with every thought, with every idea, with every false doctrine or narrative. If we are not connected to the source, if we aren't intentional, we will find ourselves drifting. If we are not intentional, we will find ourselves existing. We will find ourselves just going through the motions, preoccupied with life, the sin of Laodicea, complacent, indifferent, just marking time, marking calendar, getting through the year. But God has called us to something greater than that. God has called us to a new level in our relationship. He's called us to be the change to our world. But we can't be the change in our world if there's not a change in our hearts first. If there's not a change in our schedule, in our time, in our, in our talent, the way we live our life, there's got to be a change. we got to be connected to the source. we got to get back to the moving of the Spirit in our homes. we got to get back to the moving of the Spirit in our own life. Once again, I'm not talking about a goosebump you feel when the worship team is really singing well. I'm talking about a spiritual life, in, a life that is lived in the Spirit. How often do you pray? How often do you really connect with God? How often... Do you remove distraction and get in touch with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords? We got to get back. We got to get back. We got to get back to the source. We got to get back to the river because God is positioning the church. The river will move you in the right direction. If you allow the Spirit, will guide you. John 16 and 13, how be it? When he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. In his book, Habits of the Heart, sociologist Robert Bella writes about what he calls the religion of America. And it's called Sheilaism. He came up with it after meeting a young nurse by the name of Sheila Larson. She claimed to believe in God, but she said... I don't believe what the churches teach or really what the Bible says. There's just my own little voice. It's my religion. This little voice that guides me, it speaks to me, and it tells me to be good to others, tells me to have grace for myself. It's called Sheilaism. And Robert Bella, he suggests this in that book, that every American has their own religion. A Gallup poll in 2022 says that a record low 20% of Americans now say the Bible is the literal word of God. You know what that means? That means 80% don't believe it. That means, and if I remember the numbers, I believe more than 80% of Americans go to church. You know what that tells me? That there are people sitting in our pews that don't believe that this word is literal. That don't believe that this word is true. That don't believe that this word 
is the source of life. A new high 29% say this, the Bible is a collection of fables, legends, history, and moral precepts recorded by man. 29%. 29%. In the postmodern world we live in, there is what is called subject, subjective truth. That truth is now, is now is not concrete, but that your truth and my truth is relative. That my truth is true to me, and that's all that matters. And you can have your truth, and I can't say anything about that. That's the world we live in. It's the postmodern age. Apostolics, where do we receive our truth? What do we believe is truth? Because I'm here to tell you, it doesn't really matter what I think. And really, it does not matter what you think. It matters what saith the word of the Lord. It matters what this word says. And in 2024, you better know what the word of the Lord says. You better know what the Lord is speaking in 2024. You better have a relationship with God. Don't get lost in the, I think this and I, and I think that. Because there's going to be opportunity to think this and think that. But you, you got to get past what you think. And you got to get back to the river. You got to get back to the source. To what the Spirit is saying in 2024. What the Spirit is saying to the church. And what the Spirit is saying to you. It's about what he is saying. We got to get back and allow the spirit of truth, that Holy Ghost, to guide us into all. Someone say all. All truth. Have you heard of an oxbow? It's where a river once made a pretty strong loop, and over time, the banks begin to erode. The river is always looking for the path of least resistance, so eventually it will forget the loop, and it will carve a new channel. What's left behind is the old loop of the river called the Oxbow, the Oxbow Lake. It's filled with mosquitoes. It's filled with stagnant water because the river's made a new channel. The old part, the Oxbow, is separated from the flow, separated from the circulation. It becomes filled with parasites. It's stale. It's not a water, not water you want to jump in, not water that you want to swim in, not water you want to receive anything from. And when I say there is a river that is flowing from Eden and it's moving, I am saying that that river is our source, that the Spirit is our source, but also I'm saying that God is on the move and that God is moving. You say, Pastor, I touch God this way. I've always touched him this way. And I'm always going to touch him this way. This has always been the song I sing. I'm going to sing it until the Lord comes back. This is the ministry I've been a part of. I'm going to be a part of it. I don't really f feel anything towards it anymore, but, but it's my ministry. I'm, I, I am this. We always joke, no offense to our sound men, but people that say, I'm the sound man. I'm the drummer here. I am this, or I am that. I said it a few weeks ago, I'm the pastor here. <laughs> I 
I'm the head usher. I'm the board member. I'm this, I'm that. If you're not careful, if you're not careful and you are not connected to the source, you'll become a mosquito-infected, parasite-filled oxbow of yourself. If you're singing the same songs you only sang in 68 and you've not sang a new song since 68, I'm sorry, you may be an oxbow because the experience I have with the Lord is that God is leading me day after day from glory to glory, that God is on the move. And I'm here to say that the Spirit is on the move. And you better get outside of your comfort zone in 2024 and step into that flowing river. Step in to that river which is flowing from Eden. Get in line with the will of God for your life. The spiritual life is not stationary. Paul said, this I say then, walk in the Spirit. Walk in the... Walk in the Spirit. Walk. Put one foot in front of the other. And if you do that, you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. On the reverse side, if you stay stationary, if you stay an island to yourself, if you, if you make yourself uh, cut off from that source, if you, if you get in, into a, a routine of just being the same as you've always been, and yeah, you're, you're going to eventually give in to those lusts of the flesh. You're, you're going to give in to those things that are there to steal, kill, and destroy your life. But if you walk in the Spirit, if you put one foot in front of the other, if you are in love with Jesus more than anything else, if you are connected to that river, you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Enoch, it was said of him in Genesis 5.22 that he walked with God. In Genesis 6.9, it says this about Noah, that Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation And Noah walked with God. Don't become an oxbow in 2024. Consumed with waters of yesterday. Consumed with past experiences. Don't be consumed with the fact that you're third, fourth, and fifth generation apostolic. Because your third, fourth, and fifth generation is not going to get you to heaven. I'm thankful for my heritage. I'm thankful for those that came before me. But right now... Right now, what matters is not what great-great-great-granddaddy did. What matters is what I am doing. It, It matters what relationship with God I am having. It doesn't matter how far my heritage goes. If when God is moving, I'm in the back and I'm leaving, and I'm on my cell phone, and I can't be be changed by the moving of the Spirit. I've got some things in my life that I need to let go of. i got to get back to the river. i got to get back to the source. I'm sorry, Grandma's relationship won't take you to heaven. Your mom and dad's relationship won't take you to heaven. Your 20 years invested in this church won't take you to heaven. Your relationship with Jesus Christ is the only thing that is going to take you to heaven. There's going to be people at that gate that say, I've, I've done this for you, and I've done that for you. I've, I've done this in your name. And he's going to look at them and say, but I don't even know who you are. You've not been connected to the river. 
You have not been connected to the source. There's demons looking at the church today and saying, I know who Paul was. I know who this person was. I knew who that person was, but who are you? I want demons to tremble when I step onto the scene. I want the enemy to get scared when I wake up in the morning and put one foot in front of the other. I want the enemy to quake because I have something inside of me that the world did not give me and the world cannot take away from me. I want the enemy to be scared because I'm connected to the source. I'm connected to the river. I'm connected to the one who changes everything. You need God. You need God. You got to get back to the flow of the Spirit. And you need Him because God is, while He's positioning and God is moving, He's also strengthening. For it's the river, it's the river that gives us the strength to move forward. If you take away the oil from the lamp, it will run out of light. You take away the blood from the body, and the body cannot live, but often we try and make it without God. How many times in Scripture do we read that He is the source of our strength? First Chronicles 16, 27, glory and honor in His presence. Strength and gladness are in His place. First Chronicles 29 and 12, both riches and honor come of thee and thou reignest over all, and in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand is to make great and to give strength unto all. Psalm twenty-two, nineteen. But be not thou far from me, O Lord. My strength has thee to help me. Psalm 59, 9. Because of his strength will I wait upon thee, for God is my defense. Psalm 59, 17. Unto thee, Oh, my strength will I sing, for God is my defense and the God of my mercy. Psalm 81 and 1, sing aloud unto the God our strength. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord of Jacob. Isaiah 49 and 5, my God shall be my strength. Psalm 42, as the heart or as the deer panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul. After thee, O God, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? He is the source. He is the source. Would you stand with me across this building? (coughs) He said this in Jeremiah 2 and 13, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken. Saken me the fountain of living waters and hewed them out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. And this is who we are, church, when we abandon the source. We're broken. We have no water. We have no strength. We have no love. We have no joy. Without him, we have no peace. 
our life gets fixated on the trivial. We don't even know it. We find ourselves just going through the motions and don't even recognize it. This is what happens when we aren't connected to God, when we aren't connected to the source. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. On this last Sunday of 2023, none of us can stand up here and testify of what tomorrow is going to hold. And I don't know. And I don't know what tomorrow holds. You don't know what tomorrow holds. But we do know who holds tomorrow. He is the source. That same river that is flowing out of Eden. And we got to get back to that source. You have to stay connected to the source. In Revelation, at the end of Scripture, in Revelation 22 and 1, it says this, that he showed me a pure river of water, pure river water of life, clear as crystal. Different from the Paris, the parasite mosquito waters of this world, a river of life, clear as crystal. And it was proceeding where? Out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. And in the midst of the street of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life, which bare 12 manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. There is a river. There is a source. There is a wellspring of life available to you. If you've never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, what better time to receive it than this last Sunday morning of 2023? If you're not connected to the source today, what better time to get your hookups back and get hooked into that main channel. I'm not interested in being hooked up to those four rivers that parted out of the main channel. I'm not, I'm not interested in, in connecting with something that's kind of like the main thing, kind of, it resembles the main thing. It's got some good things about it. I'm not interested in that. On this Sunday morning, I'm interested in getting back connected to the source. The main river, that main channel that was flowing from Eden, that same river that is flowing in this house. Maybe you have the Holy Ghost inside of you, but, but maybe you, you understand and, and today you felt like maybe I am an oxbow. Maybe I've got disconnected from the source. So what better time to get connected once again to that source.
that source of strength because there is a river and he's flowing today. Hallelujah. Across this building, can we raise our hands and raise our hearts to heaven? I'm going to open these altars today and I invite us all to come forward and get connected once again. Get connected to that river once again. These altars are open. Come. Come. Get connected to the source of life, the source of hope, the source of joy, the source of peace, the source of understanding, the source of truth. It's not found in in our culture. It's not found in past experience. It's not found in anything else. It's found in Him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Hallelujah. I want to be back to the sea.